0: Welcome to the Secret to My Success show. Our guests will inspire, educate, and motivate our listeners who own a business or dream about being a business owner. Today's guests will share their stories and the secrets to their success. They have valuable insight with what they went through to start and grow their business. They will share the good, the bad, and the ugly. I promise it will be fun and valuable. Later in the show, former Major League Baseball player Luis Aliseo will be here talking to former celebrities and athletes about their transition from fame to being hands-on business owners. My name is Alan Bornstein. And I'm George Cruz. I'm kind of like the
1: sidekick, but I'm better looking, younger, and funnier than Alan. Anyways, Alan and I will be with you throughout today's show, getting insightful information. We believe you can learn from the successes and failures of today's guests. Each has unique and insightful experiences. This is the MBA program for those that graduated from the School of Hard Work and want to excel
0: as business owners. Good morning. This is Alan and George with Secret to My Success here on this lovely Saturday morning. George, say something interesting. Something interesting.
1: That's all we get from the guy. That's. I'm a man of few words. Very few. Very few. Works Limited vocabulary. Works I never up- graduated from high school. Really? Yeah. Or middle
0: school. You lied on your resume. I. Never mind. We'll I still got that.
1: the job. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: we have with us Dr. Pat Balone, not Baloney, but Balone, Dr. Pat. So I am here, Dr. Pat. It's interesting. I was talking to this divorce attorney and they said that I needed to reach out to you. And they, I'm like, why? And they said, well, she's the author, author of why are you sick, fat, and tired? And I'm thinking, Wow. That attorney's like really so with it, but that's not really the case. So let's talk about you and the book. Why are you sick, fat, and tired?
2: (laughs) Well, what a title! You know, it it is a title. It it like covers a lot of people because a lot of people know if they're tired, right? You know, if you're tired, you know if you're pushing through it and you're making yourself achieve, but you know if you're tired, and you basically know if you're fat, you can look in a mirror. You know, and you can see how your clothes are fitting. And you can also do, you know, a bio-impedance type test which looks at the cellular content of your body um, and where water is being held, that tells you better information about if you have visceral fat, you know. But people don't know if they're sick. And they don't know what's lurking below the surface a lot of times until they hit a brick wall or they don't pay attention to the signs and the symptoms that they're having, which I call Grim ricker syndrome, and they hit a brick wall, and then they're in a crisis, and then they're scrambling to figure out how to save their life. Wow.
0: So this is <laughs> a little off subject for us because we are Secret to My Success. We talk to a lot of business folks that are either starting their own business or that own a business, and the one thing that we find is pretty common is that most people that start or running their business, they work 18 hours a day. Mm-hmm and they push the envelope. They are burning both ends of the candle. So we thought you would be an interesting place for us to talk about what people need to do to take care of themselves so they can represent themselves and their business better.
1: Exactly, because tired is the normal for them. What would you recommend to them or what would you tell them?
2: Um, I would tell them that they need their health for everything. And one of the things that they need for that health is they need to be able to get adequate nutrition, exercise, and sleep. It's usually the, it's the first three pillars and the pillars of health. Um, and then having that positive mindset is four. And the fifth one is um, great posture because that gives you structure and function. But what they have to have is that they have to make sure that they have incredible great nutrition, that it's very clean, their food's very clean. They have to make sure that they're getting some exercise during the daytime, even if it's 15 minutes of walking, you know, that would do it. And then for sure, they've got to get adequate sleep. And not just the, it's not the amount of time, but it's the quality over quantity of time. Because if you don't get into that deep sleep, then you cannot repair, revitalize, and hit the ground running the next morning. You wake up foggy and a whole slew of other things, and you end up with sleep deprivation, which interferes with cognition and your mood and you're more irritable. It's just going to mess up your entire business.
1: The next day is just going to go.
2: Right. So you really need to organize – you know, your health so you don't make a mess of it. And so when people are first starting out, the biggest thing that they could do is really book out their time in their day. So like, I'm going to do this during this period of time, you know, so that they are managing their time a lot better um, and focusing on that one task that they need to get done. Dr. Paul, you know, what state are you in? Um right now i'm I'm working on a project in Georgia, um, but I am normally up in Massachusetts in the northeast quarter.
0: How does medical marijuana affect your ability to guide people
2: in what way uh, I mean, do I, do I care if somebody does uses medical marijuana no is that part you
0: of know? is that part of your idea of trying to help them? No, okay.
2: You have to go back to basics. If you don't go back to basics, you've got to know where your foundational line is. you got to know where your cracks are. So you have to go to – you have to figure that out by going back to basics and not putting the cart before the horse. And when you do put the cart before the horse, you have to make sure it's attached or it will leave you behind. So and being having the ability to be stronger than medicine, which is a class I am teaching during the month of October – um, and it's a master class, I teach certain aspects of that, of how to get out of your own way so you can have more success. You can, you can, you know, can think better, feel better, move better, and you can you know, achieve the result that you want to achieve um, and get the like the pieces of the pie in place so that you have that foundation. So if you have to work long hours, you know, you've know, you got the nutrition, you've got the diet, you have the exercise, you've got your program in place, because you need your health for everything
3: this is true
1: this is true and definitely alan could take a few pointers from you really george (laughs) absolutely i had to take a
0: shot really george i had to take a shot i run circles around you boy i doubt it don't think you've ran in a (laughs) while we're gonna have to get you on the tennis court big man
1: I've been telling you to put me on the tennis court. Right. I, I, I make a good swing. I'm that, only, I'm that service ace.
0: My only fear is that I hit you with a racket instead of a tennis Probably. ball. Probably, but I might do that. So, Doctor Pat, let's talk about real things now that Georgie wants to digress. <laughs> digress. What advice would you have for somebody who honestly is burning that candle on both ends and they're trying to figure this whole thing out? What would be the first quick tip that you'd give to them about trying to make tell their them- lives better? I would
2: tell them to hire me (laughs) Um, because clearly if they're like that, they're not organizing their health very well. And That's what I do and I excel at is helping people, you know, get past themselves and organize that so they can, you know, so they can have the energy, the vim and the vigor, be happier, be stronger and more resilient and get more out of their day. You know, make better decisions, have the balance, et cetera. You know, and I would tell them you need to have somebody who can help you organize that and hold you accountable for it because the accountability part of it is really
0: important. Would you, and also, would you work with their doctors? Is blood work involved? How do you baseline? Where where do you go? I don't,
2: I don't need, I don't need medical doctors to order blood work up. You know, it's just like, you know, people can actually go in and get their own blood work up. You know, I make recommendations about what blood work up to have because I'm a, I also am certified in functional medicine you know, in lifestyle medicine. So there's some blood work that kind of like um, cross each other from Western medicine to functional medicine, lifestyle medicine, but I don't need another doctor to order, order that. I have that credentialing. Oh,
1: well, there you go. So you're just the all around uh, pit stop for medical help.
2: Um, well, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a pit stop, but, you know, it's just like I, what one of, I don't guess with people's health. I test. So one of the first tests I do is in my book, which is a book of questions that gives you and leads you to being able to advocate for yourself, and it's a workbook and a guidebook so you can find your weakest link and know where to start so you can know where to spend your time, energy, and money on. So a lot of people, you know, I can give you a, the lifetime example, is that, you know, a, a friend of mine, you know, who always thought that they were doing something really good um, just was diagnosed with cancer. And so that person you know, said to me, like, I always thought I was doing really good. But then when they got that diagnosis, they started thinking about all those things that they didn't do. You know, like, I wonder if it was this time as you're trying to, like, make sense of that. And so when you're trying to make sense of convoluted and challenging issues, you've got to know where to start. And so that's why the book is important because it helps you focus on where your weakest link is at and how that relates to your other organ systems. Cause all your organ systems are like a Swiss swash. They all have to work very well together in order for you to have the result that you
0: want and that you need and you deserve. Dr. Pat, we have run out of time. We're so glad that you were with us. Hopefully our listening audience will reach out to you. How would they find you? Well, they
2: can find me on my, uh, my website, um, which is healthteamnetwork.com. They can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, I have a presence on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and so, you know, and on my website, they can take a, a little questionnaire, which will afford them to have um, the ability to have a half hour of my time. As well, that also happens with the book. I offer that in my, um, in my bestseller, which they can find on Amazon. Which has all my all my contact information.
0: Well, I'd like an autographed copy. <laughs> I want to hang it in my office. That'd be awesome. And we thank you so much for being here. We appreciate your time, and uh, we wish you the best. Wonderful.
2: Send me your addresses. I'll send you a book.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat.
2: <laughs> Thanks a lot, you guys. It was fun. Appreciate it.
4: Thank you. Bye. today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
3: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association workgroup payroll. We love small business. From one part-time employee to 300, we want to be your payroll partner. If you have questions about employment taxes, PPP forgiveness, or employee retention credits, we can help your business can be getting up to $5,000 per employee for 2020 and $7,000 per employee per quarter for 2021. Let's talk about how that works for your business. Call 561-953-2007. Would you rather get better service and pay less or less service and pay far more? It really will take less than 10 minutes to save over 20% switching to workgroup payroll. We make switching easy. Get the service you deserve, the price you like. If you are using a large national payroll, service. We want to help you. Call
0: 561-953-2007. Good morning. Welcome to Secret to My Success. This is Alan Bornstein. I am here with Louie. Louie, say something good. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Louie. I'm also here with Georgie boy. George, what do you got? Good morning, everyone. Yeah, that was quite professional. Mike.
3: I don't have a mic near me, but I'll say good morning and happy South Florida Saturday.
0: Mike, can they hear you?
3: Uh, yeah, well, they can hear me. I'm going to be a little off mic so because we've got a crowded studio. It's a party today.
0: It's a party. So, Mike, before we introduce our guests, let's talk about this. You were pushed off of a building.
3: I wasn't pushed. I mean, I, I I did it of my my own accord. So you
0: repelled himself. You off repelled.
3: Today. Yes. Not a building twice Friday and Saturday for Habitat for Humanity of Palm Beach County.
0: Okay, and if anybody wanted to donate to your cause, please
3: hit my Facebook page, and uh, the link is still up there. Okay. Any rope burns? Uh, a few. I went down pretty quickly. Oh, Louis, good question. Even through those gloves, but
0: uh, don't say it. How quickly did you go down?
3: Uh. I have a number of answers for that. That man, I'm actually <laughs> alone, guys.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for being here with us, Mike. Always. And with us, we have a special guest. This is a gentleman that will help people that are interested in becoming business owners. That need a little guidance. They need a little direction. They need formatting. They need a lot of things around them. But they have the energy to be business owners. And with us today is Cliff Fostoff. Cliff, say something.
5: Hey, great to be here. You guys ready to learn about the world of franchising?
0: (laughs) Probably not, but we're glad you're here anyway. We (laughs) appreciate that. (laughs) No. Let's see see how it goes. I think
5: you'll be surprised.
0: I, I think we'll be pleasantly surprised. So you are with a company called the Franchise Consulting Company. Correct. Okay. I think it sounds pretty self-explanatory that you represent quite a few different franchises, but your approach seems to be different that you're more concerned with the people that want to be franchise owners and making the correct fit, correct?
5: That's what I do.
0: He's the
1: matchmaker.
5: I'm a matchmaker, so when somebody comes to me and they wanna buy a franchise and they have no clue and they ask me what's the best franchise, I put my hands up in the air because it all depends about them. I help them create a model to determine what's gonna be a good franchise by learning about their skills, their interests, their goals, their investment criteria. I ask a lot of questions, and ultimately, I'll show them three or four different franchises I'd like them to investigate, and I help coach them through the process. So, Cliff, does that have to be with uh, the money or what they want to do? Uh, explain, explain that to me. Well, one of my sweet spots is working with ex-corporate refugees. Could be in their 40s or 50s, or even 60s or 70s, and they've had enough of corporate America And they want something better in their life or they may be unemployable or they may have been fed up just like I was after 23 years working in corporate America and people come to me for different reasons and I give them a roadmap to help them find the right franchise for themselves
0: so let me ask you a question what is the least expensive franchise out there today for somebody to buy into I have no idea (laughs) you have no idea you like can, if I want to buy a McDonald's, 50 years ago it was a million dollars to buy a McDonald's franchise.
5: Well, McDonald's franchise probably right now is two million, and it would be a terrible investment because all of the good spots are already taken around the country. The interesting thing about McDonald's and franchising there's great misconception. When people hear franchising, they think of McDonald's. They don't understand that there's four thousand franchises every single industry is represented in franchising. You go into a shopping center and you can go into almost any store in that shopping center and it's a franchise. You don't know it nor do you care, but it's a franchise. And there's a reason why franchise companies are out there because they have a system. That's what people are buying. They're buying a proven system where the franchisor is providing you training, support, all different types of assistance Basically, they're your partner. If you don't make money, they don't make money. So they're gonna drive your help you drive your business.
0: I've talked to many different Subway owners and they seem to be a little disenfranchised with corporate based on some of the directives that have come down, some of the specials, some of the pricing, some of the directives on upgrading and fixing stores. So with that said, tell me about a franchise that you think is an up and coming, growing franchise, a great opportunity for young entrepreneurs.
5: There's so many. Give me a one.
0: Give
5: me an example. I want to buy a (laughs) Chick-fil-A. You don't want to to buy a -A. Chick-fil-A. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you you why. They will invest almost all the money in building the franchise. Here's the problem. You're going to go in there and you're going to become a worker. They're going to get 50%, 50% of the profits. Chick-fil-A is very, very unusual and very unique. And what I would recommend to you is Eat there. Keep eating there. You have no interest because they're going to own you.
0: So give us an idea of something you like.
5: I'll give you an industry that I like. I like the sign industry. Now, nobody would ever think about wanting to go into the sign business. Nobody's going to wake up and say, I want to be in the sign business. But all businesses need signs. Look at this. There's signs all over the place. All businesses need signs. And if you could build a team having outside sales and inside sales... It's a great business. And th- I found that out because I owned an executive office suite franchise. That's how I got into the franchising business. And I found out that I needed to spend a lot of money on all the signs in my location, which proved me, once I became a consultant, that's a good business for the right person. But nobody's going to wake up in the morning and say, I want to be in the sign business. But if you're looking for a business that you can grow, there's a lot of good sign franchises out there.
0: Give me an example of a good sign store. Fast
5: signs. Okay. Okay.
0: You have uh, the local United Franchise owned Sin- Sinorama right here in West Palm Beach. How would they compare?
5: I'm familiar with Cinerama. Fast Signs is the number one sign franchise in the country. How's that for an answer? Diplomatic answer.
0: That's a diplomatic answer. Louis, good question. How about the
5: storage places? Uh, not that familiar with storage spaces, actually. Uh, I don't know of any storage space that you would actually go and things that you might want to put into storage, but there are storage businesses where um, they will come pick up whatever you want to put into storage. It's good, but it's expensive because you're dealing with real estate. So a storage franchise is going to be very, very expensive, and I'm not sure the return
0: is there. What's the basic information or recommendation you'd have to somebody who is Moving out of being self or being employed by somebody to becoming self-employed that's contemplating franchises. What's the basic information would you tell them to put together to be ready and available to make this happen?
5: Well, they would need to have some money. They should have good credit unless they have a lot of money. Credit may not matter and work with a professional. Work with somebody like me. I work all over the United States, Uh, but work with a professional who has the experience and the knowledge. There are so many people that buy the wrong franchise and then they're out of business in a short period of time. It's like anything else. You need to do your due diligence and that's what a professional person's gonna do. It's just like if you have legal issues or health issues, you're gonna go to a professional. Anybody can go to the internet, but the chances are you're not gonna totally understand what to investigate and how much you can investigate. You can call any franchise e in any system and ask them a host of questions. But here's the most important question, knowing what you know now about about the company that you bought, would you buy it again?
0: And then you just sit back and you listen to what they have to say. Last question for today. Tell us how COVID has affected franchise sales. It's
5: helped in a very positive way for the service businesses, for many of the service businesses. What's happened right now is because people have been stuck in their homes, home improvement, And there are so many different home improvement franchises They've been on fire. Fitness has taken a little bit of a hit, but they have really started coming out of it. It's amazing. People wear masks and they're going to fitness food. There's been issues obviously with with food. We, you know, we don't need to really address that, but service franchises, which typically can cost you between 100 and $150,000. And that's inexpensive. One point that's important. There's no automatic correlation between what it costs to buy a franchise and how much money you can make. You don't need to spend a lot of money. You don't need a McDonald's.
0: Cliff, how would people reach you to find out more information about what's available to them in their area for franchises?
5: Well, they can reach me at cliff at com, or they can call me at 561-853-2200. That's 561-853-2200.
0: Cliff, thanks for being here with us. I'm sure there'll be people out there calling you with questions. Uh, Franchising is a great way for folks that have the drive and energy but are looking for the roadmap to make a successful move. Would you agree?
5: Totally. I thank you for uh, bringing me in. And uh, check it out. Semi-absentee businesses. That's a good thing, too.
0: Absentee businesses?
5: Semi-absentee. If you can give yourself 10, 15 hours... Put, yourself, put a manager in place and I'm not necessarily talking about retail and I'm not talking about a lot of money. There's a lot of franchises send me absentee and successful people have gone on. One last thing if I can, I also help companies become a franchise. So if you're successful in business and you have a good idea, I can help you become a franchise. And lots and lots of people are going into the franchising business because of the systems. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just oil it.
0: How do we franchise Mike McGann? <laughs>
5: that may be more
0: than I could handle. Okay. because oh, trust
5: me, Cliff.
3: I may be reaching out to you, my friend.
0: I'd like <laughs> to franchise Mike McGann. I think there might be some value in that. There, I've heard that a time or two in my life. We'll see what we can do. Thanks, Mike. Anytime. Uh, Cliff, thanks for being with us.
3: If you have a successful business and ever thought about franchising your concept, you'll want to talk to Cliff Fostoff of the Franchise Consulting Company who has spent the last 20 years in the franchising world. Cliff also helps individuals who have considered buying a franchise or are looking for a career change. He'll learn about your goals, skills, and investment criteria so he can recommend a few of the 300 franchises he represents, then coach you through the investigative process. There's no cost to you for his assistance. Cliff Fostoff 561 or cliff at thefranchiseconsultingcompany.com. Your workers' comp specialist. No money down workers' comp. Pay for your coverage as you use it. Non-compliant workers' comp fines from the state of Florida start at $1,000 when you get caught. They will find you. When you have questions and need help, WGP Insurance Services will answer your call. Getting the right coverage can save you thousands of dollars a year. Call 561-953-2007.
4: When it comes to health coverage, you want solid value from a trustworthy company you can rely on. Florida Blue offers Medicare Advantage plans that can help you get more out of your health coverage. And don't you want more? Call Apple Insurance at 888-MY-BLUE-8 today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
3: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association.
0: If you're just joining us thanks for being with us secret to my success my name is Alan I am with Louie hello good morning and Georgie hello hello we have a very special guest today we actually have two guests one's much better looking than the other I'm not supposed to say that because <laughs> he's a lawyer but we actually have Larry and Juliana with McGinnis and Gonzales so we'd like to talk about all the things that new
6: business owners should never be doing larry <laughs> well we have a lot of stories and um am i the better looking one absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay well it's
0: actually and in, we, in fact we should stop right now juliana can you come to the studio and we'll put larry on the phone
7: <laughs> <laughs> of course we try to out today unfortunately i i have to stay behind
6: okay Sorry about that, Larry. Uh, No, it's okay. It's MG Legal Group, and we've been doing this for 32 years, making sure employers uh, don't explode by bad decisions.
0: Larry, I had a client, nice guy. He was having so much fun owning his restaurant, and he kept saying, Alan, I'm thinking about going with the PEO because they told me that if I'm having sex with my employees, I'm not liable. And I explained to him it would be so much better to not have sex with your employees and hire a payroll company instead of spending thousands and thousands of dollars in fact all the money that you could save you could probably pick up somebody who was a little more willing that wasn't an employee
6: that's the kind of advice we would give i mean there <laughs> there are love agreements um if you really have to go that way but frankly we don't adhere we don't recommend that and one of the first things that I think that Julie did when she joined MG Legal Group was a love agreement. Isn't that right?
7: It, it is correct, and it was uh, an interesting situation because I was new to this area of the law. And when I heard love agreement, I had to do a little bit of research as to what that was. Um, and, and back in the day, this was very common to have, and it was probably the, the proper way to, to handle relationships at work. But now, Times have changed and it's better not to have any relationships at work. And if you're going to have a situation where there's a couple working for you, make sure policies and procedures that make sure that they don't supervise um, one person or if if they form a relationship while they're at work, that they agree that one of them will likely have to be transferred
0: so there is no conflict of interest. So Julie did Larry sign the
6: agreement? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. uh, no, oh the
6: my god. The good thing about the love agreements is that it guarantees that we're going to get a lot more work. <laughs> okay. In which <laughs> end?
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can have way too much fun doing this, but unfortunately we're limited by time. So let's talk <laughs> about the foundation of what business owners need because I think a lot of people when they start out they go to the internet and the internet's a great place to get a lot of information and a lot of it's wrong so my perspective is that i think if you're a small business uh handbooks might be a larger problem if you're too small because they're usually used against you if you've got managers and people that are there handbooks are important tell me your thought as a, as a lawyer
6: we like to start off looking at how they how employers pay their people you know how what do they do what is the most natural fit for the way they pay are they doing it correctly are they do they have enough employees and and policies and procedures in place to to merit a handbook and just try to make it simple for them and also to go in and train management to do things correctly like for example documenting the file making sure that they don't deviate or do crazy things on their own so again uh, handbooks are very very good and we we strongly believe in them whether you're five employees or 50 or 500 Um, we can have um, employee handbooks that are like a phone book or we can make it very simple
0: so even before you have an employee and a lot of people lose the value in asking the right questions. There's a whole bunch of questions that you're not allowed to ask on an interview before you bring somebody in. And there's always creative ways of getting around it. I can't ask you how old you are. It's against the law. (laughs) But I could ask you what year you graduated from high school. Yes? Yes. So what recommendations would you have for people when they're interviewing so that they're clean? Clean, green, doing the
6: right thing. And I think that, Julie, why don't you take this?
7: Well, um, definitely stay away from uh, questions about their family status, such as whether they're married or whether they have any children, and and stay away from questions about age or religion, and just like in social situations, stay away from politics and, and religion, those are very bad questions and in fact we had a, an age we had a situation where a, a company was um, silly enough to ask a person how old they were and they didn't hire them because they didn't fit the company's standards uh, and it was a restaurant and they got in trouble because the the person was sixty, and they would look for somebody in their 20s, maybe a college student so you can promote a job as being entry level, if you want to attract a certain category of people or certain age, that is perfectly okay. But you cannot simply say no or discriminate against somebody because of their age or other particular categories. Okay. So it's better to just stick to questions about the the qualifications to do their job and their personality, and that's it. And I also to show preser- preference,
0: sexual preference. Of course. It's got point. Where oh, you- no. People aren't even asking, yes. what were you born as? They're just not doing that. They're not. How do you identify?
6: They're, they're happy if they get an applicant coming in the front door. Right. So would
0: you be able to provide folks with a
6: nice generic application
0: that they could be able to use when they're hiring people? Because oh, I think sure. it's really important to have a good application that makes
6: sense. In fact, that's one of the things we take a look at, is what are they currently using, and this is what we recommend that you do. And once they get in the front door, These are the policies that you need in place to protect you. So at the end of the day, you don't get sued. Um, You become essentially bulletproof. That's our goal (laughs) is to make sure. In fact, my oldest client um, over three decades has not been sued one time because they consult with us every time they're going to make a decision. They have all the policies in place. It works really, really well.
0: Tell me your thoughts on EPLI policies for small business. PLI is anything to do with professional liability from things that you've done that you've mistreated an employee, which okay. is an EPLI policy.
7: But actually, that's a, that's an interesting topic. I just didn't know the, that it was, it was um, under that name, but because one of the things that we actually see is some companies that come to us because they have been sued and they yeah. don't have a insurance coverage, and then they're going to renew the insurance coverage, and the first thing that they, Ask to remove is the EPLA, and and is, if you if you have coverage, why not use it? Of course, it is it, important to have that type of uh, protection for, especially for a company of a certain size, where you're going to have maybe five or more than five uh, supervisors, and then you'll be protected for for things that they do. And we're not just necessarily talking about sexual harassment we're talking about everything else that they do maybe a retaliatory termination because they complain about the way they're paid and they didn't like that or they had an injury at work all those are things that are covered under those policies
8: what is the cost to get in service like this to, to get the services yes
7: well we offer we really are flexible with our payment plans but uh, one of the things that we that we provide is that we either give them the ability to pay, pay us by the hour or the better way the cheaper way and the way we like it much more is you hire us by the year and it's gonna cost you less than what Comcast will cost you for the year and you'll get get access to us a hundred percent of the time and uh, all the questions that you have and and right now the cost is $5,000 for the entire year you get all the policies, the procedures, the handbook, and all the legal advice necessary for for your company to be protected from any lawsuits, and that uh, you get uh, access to Larry or me for any questions that you may have about, about your employment.
6: Which is the way we prefer it, because we would rather have you um, call us and ask a question before you do something, as opposed to worry about getting a .3 bill from your attorney and then do something, and then just hope for the best. So with us on a retainer, you can just call us and just say, hey, Larry or Julie, I'm about ready to terminate the receptionist from hell. Can I do this? And we will tell you.
0: Over time. A lot of people don't understand it down here in Florida. It's in the ambulance. So if you mispay one guy one hour in overtime, and it was seven dollars and fifty cents you owed him, you might be able to write the check for seven fifty. But
6: there's an attorney's fee behind it, which is usually how much, Larry? Oh, it's thirty to seventy thousand dollars at least, and and it's not even overtime. It's one of the biggest mistakes that they do in South Florida is you make everybody independent contractors. They walk in the front door and they say, Hey, we're going to pay you not as an employee, but as an independent contractor. And that's equally as bad as not paying overtime correctly, because again, it has attorney's fees attached to it. it. It just a whole bunch of lawsuits come out of it. And I can't tell you one of the things that South Florida is good at is employment litigation. In fact, we've been number one for 30 years in a row in the country. in in terms of employment litigation. So you better have really good policies in place. Highly recommend that you consult with an attorney that knows what they're doing, because I can't tell you how many times we get um, calls from somebody says, well, my accountant told me to do this, or my real estate attorney told me to do this, where we would have easily taken a look at the situation and said, don't do it that way.
0: Guys, we're wrapping up, we're running out of time. How would people reach you directly to speak to you with their questions, concerns? How would they get to you direct?
6: The easiest way is to call us on our office line. We have an email address as well. Um, the nice thing is is that when you become our client, normally you'll, uh, you'll get a, a, a cell phone. So I've been on a ski hill where I've gotten phone calls from my clients asking me questions. We don't mind doing that. We want to make sure at the end of the day that you remain bulletproof.
0: Have you ever taken a call repelling from a building though?
6: Actually not, (laughs) but I I have repelled from a building and I got down to the bottom and I was eating some lunch right after that and I did get a phone call.
0: It's close. See, his kid didn't throw his phone over the building. No, he didn't, (laughs) but I mean, look,
3: he got the call. and I might have gotten calls except they take your phone before you go down unless it's tethered and uh, uh, it's time for that.
0: So, Julie, because he avoided the question, what is the phone number and your email?
7: The, the number is 305-448-9557. And the good thing about that number is it also takes text messages, and you can WhatsApp messages to us with that number. And the email address for the office is office at mglegalgroup.com.
0: Say that one more time slowly.
7: It's office at mglegalgroup.com.
0: Julie, thanks for being here. Larry, thanks for bringing Julie. We appreciate it. You're welcome.
7: (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: Thank you guys for being on the show today.
0: Thanks, Larry.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
3: For the past 20 years, South Florida has had the most employment claims in the nation. There's no reason for small employers to face this alone. For the past three decades, Larry McGinnis and Juliana Gonzalez, law partners with MG Legal Group, have helped small businesses navigate South Florida's troubled employment waters for overtime, discrimination, harassment claims, and the like. Call 305-448-9557 or send an email to office at mglegalgroup.com for a free consultation.
4: today to speak to a licensed agent about your Medicare Advantage options. That's 888-MY-BLUE-8. Apple Insurance and Florida Blue. Call 888-MY-BLUE-8 today.
3: Florida Blue is an independent license of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association.
4: WGP Insurance Services.
3: Most people don't know. When your workers' comp coverage is canceled or lapses, your insurance carrier notifies the state of Florida you have no coverage. They make it really easy for the state to find you. The state will find you too. Please make sure you are covered. Fine start at $1,000. They have the right to order you to show your bank statements and all related documents. It is cheaper and Easier to get the most affordable coverage with no money down. Call 561-953-2007. Uh, no
0: good morning. This is Alan with Secret to My Success. I'm here with Louis Salisea. Louis, say something. Hello, hello. How are you? There you go, George. <laughs> uh that was good. Yeah, thanks. That's it. We <coughs> didn't know we got from George. That's all we got from George. So, once again, we're so glad you're here with us on this lovely Saturday morning, and we have a couple special guests. Our first one is Sean Green. So, hey. Sean, thanks for being with us. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you guys for inviting me. This is awesome. Excellent. So, uh, George tells me you on a Subway, is that true? A Subway? Oh, he doesn't a Subway, <laughs> does he?
8: No. Not at all. <laughs> no Subway.
0: Okay. So, we were just talking a little bit off the air, and... You've got this really cool story about getting called down to the principal's office for getting in trouble. Why don't we start with that? Tell us what happened.
8: Sure. I was at Suncoast High School, my 11th grade year in high school. So it was like 1994, actually. I get a, um, a call over the intercom. Sean Green, please report to the office. Oh, Sean, you're in trouble. I got this. I got this. I get there, and it's in TVs on the phone. Your video that you submitted in was, came in first place. Like, so what does that look like? You just won twenty five thousand dollars.
0: So, what yeah. was this video about? Tell me what the award was. It was a it was a dance lip
8: sync video. So, my friend um, Corey Russell and Brian Botnex, um, and I, we just put together a a, a video to submit to MTV. And um, I did the choreography, majority of the choreography. All of you know, we were like self taught. You know, I wasn't allowed to dance because you know my dad was a minister and couldn't dance in the house. I had to dance in the backyard. So it was like. Man, but this is my passion. This is what I want to do. Sorry, it's of the world. You can't dance in the house.
0: So Great, Sean. So, Sean, so Sean right. we we have a little Footloose and Millie Vanilli all kind of crammed into one. Yeah, that's what it is.
8: <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. But when I won that twenty five thousand dollars, that conversation changed. <laughs> then I was allowed to do what I want. How much so of it did your
0: dad I, make you donate to the to uh, the to the church? To the church? <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. so we we split it up four ways and then um, I ended up right after coming back from actually I went to New York City to pick up the carbon check the carbon, you know, five dollars check and then we won $5,000 more um, that same weekend while we were there and then I, by the time I came back I was on every news station in West Palm Beach, Florida it was Florida period so then I received the letter to cord out the Super Bowl Super Bowl 29 49ers versus the Charges, in Miami Florida, pre- the pregame dance insert,
1: and you just kept growing and growing from there.
8: Yeah, and then after that, I went to college to Florida in and University is where I was um, like rehearsal director and choreographer for the um, the Strikers All Stars dance troupe. They're also was on America's Best Dance Crew too. But I also choreographed for the Strikers in college. Graduated from college December 15th of 2000 came back home to start my own company called Sean's Dance Factory so I always had a passion for it
1: and how long has that company been
8: around now sure glad you asked 18 (laughs) years and still standing strong we've won World of Dance 2017 in New York City first place prize Sean's Dance Factory a lot of good dancers came out of Sean's too Sean's Dance Factory by the way would you like to hear some of those names absolutely Sure. Well, Chris Grant, he was age of 14 when I started working with him. He left like when he was like 20 years old to go audition for the Michael Jackson This Is It Tour. Michael Jackson handpicked him out of 250 students in New York. Handpicked him first to um, go on tour with him and then um, um, Michael Jackson passed away and then uh, he ended up being a choreographer, choreographer for the Beyonce and started working with her for a little bit. So now he's Beyonce's choreographer Chris Grant. There's Mikey Desante performed with Britney Spears, Liana. <clears throat> then there is, um, shoot, man, I have a lot of students who perform already with Justin Bieber on his tour. I've done a, quite a few things myself, but I don't like to talk about myself too much, but I'm going to give you some anyway besides the Super Bowl. I also performed with Bill Wayne, 2 Chainz. I've done things for MTV a lot. And I just, you know, I'm all about, you know, helping people become the better version of themselves. So it's not just about the dance, it's about, you know, uplifting these kids and giving them a sense of direction to stay positive, you know?
1: So it sounds like success is something that because of your innate ability you just continue to find and find and find. Tell us, tell us about your rough time. Tell us about the obstacles you went through.
8: Yeah, well, I know growing up as a kid we didn't have much. All we was taught was, you know, you know, how to respect the adults, how how to love on each other and all that. But it's like, I can remember times like on a Saturday morning I would go and try to um, get a bowl of cereal and, you know, bugs and roaches would come out of the box. I and mean, then there was times that I wanted to take a bath and then we would have to – I didn't understand I had to heat water up to fill up the bathtub to take a, to ba- a bath. I was like, oh, no, our hot water's off again. Our lights are off again We're using candles all the time. And this was in Rivera Beach. So I had rough times growing up, so I work so hard right now and work smart right now because I know what it's like to not have. And so I remember um, when the pandemic started, Sean's dance, it came to a close. I had to shut it down for four months.
0: Sean, before Bye, we because... get there, hold on. Let's go back a yeah. little farther. Okay. So you had a okay, transition sure. from being a dancer, you won an award, you've got some great skills, great talents, and then you decide you're going to actually start this business. You've got this business, right? Yeah. And you've got to transition from being this really cool, talented guy to being... The lowly business owner. Let's talk about the challenges you faced in starting your dance factory, and okay. how you've had to overcome.
8: Sure. So what I did was um, in 2003 I started at a, at a ghost gym. That's why I was. That's why I started Sean's Dance Factory um, out of a gym. It was I didn't have money for a studio, and then I would bring I would actually teach like adult classes like cardio, and then I would bring their kids. Their kids would come in for so after school program. Then we'll do a show at the what we call a to school of the arts. I went out the theater and then next thing you know, that money I would take and I got a studio with it and I just kept going. I just never stopped because I teach my kids that your attitude determines your altitude. So just keep the faith and keep the energy you'll go no matter what obstacles come your way because adversity in life could teach you or adversity could defeat you, but the choice is always yours. So. Are you doing a lot of adults
0: or are you doing a lot of students or young young, young kids? Yeah, I, I, well I do both.
8: I, I teach adult classes, I teach kids classes, group classes, and I teach private lessons. Believe it or not, I teach a lot of TikTok private lessons, but we can get into that later if you want to. But yes, I do a lot of private lessons as well as groups. And believe it or not, I'm also an MC for bar mitzvahs too as well. So
0: You hear that, Louie? He does bar mitzvahs. We can have there for your bar mitzvah, Louie. Yeah, one of
8: these days. <laughs>
0: Louis, did I cut you off? Yeah. I'm sorry. Was there something you were gonna say? Uh
8: it was, was kinda on of the same uh basis of what you asked. I mean, what 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 is what type of clientele? Does he help? Uh does, you know what does everybody makes a cut if he I mean, how does he, how do they decide who goes and who doesn't? Um, as far as um I can could barely hear you. Was it you was asking about how do you know who's gonna perform or not, or something like that? So he's
1: asking, um, like, how do you decide, like, if somebody shows up there and they're just god-awful at dancing, they have two left feet, like when you first saw me when I walked
0: in that day, uh, and you just turned them away. But the parents think that they're going to be the next Fred Astaire, of course. Of course. course.
8: Yeah, all the parents think that their kid is the best, but surely I'm going to let them know right away that that's not happening. What it is is like this, we have different levels. We have beginners, intermediate, intro level, as well as advanced levels and adult classes. So you get in where you fit in. So you have to work your way up to the advanced level. And by the time you get to that level, you'll perform with us, you'll be doing flash mobs, cool flash mobs with us at the Aventura Mall, like the one we did a couple of years ago that went viral when the police officers came to break us up and then they joined in. So we have a lot of different performances that we do, but they have to work at it. They have to be smart. They have to know their, their craft. You know, they have to have discipline. And they have to know, you know, if you can't – you have to work for whatever you want. You have to work for it. You're not just going to get in yeah. the – So, the Sean, line up basically, Sean, uh, this is Louise, Um, Coaching kids, coaching professional, coaching kids is hard. you got to deal with parents. <laughs> There's parents that don't like when you tell them, hey, your kid is X, Y, or Z.
0: Two left or feet.
8: Yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's a tough it's a tough to handle. How do you deal with that? Well, to me, it's not tough at all <clears throat> because I just tell the truth. <clears throat> so we do well when we perform. In order for your kid to get to this level, the Magnum Cum style, if you will, level of dance, they have to go to these training courses. They have to go to the workshops and master class and attend these classes on a regular to look like X, Y, and Z. Now, if they don't, they because there's something called shake the tree. Shake the Tree is an audition per dance song if they want to perform. If they do well on the tree shaking, which is an audition, they perform. If they don't do well, they just don't perform. And it's Sean, just like that.
1: So we're, uh, we're getting ready to wrap up right now. The last thing I wanted to ask you was, obviously, you are you are talented at what you do. You went through everything, and you and now you're getting to experience the success you've always wanted. For anybody that's listening in right now that's thinking of starting their own business or maybe is just having a tough time getting that one leg forward, what advice would you give them?
8: I will give them the advice that Denzel Washington gave. Um, Without consistency, you'll never start anything. But more importantly, no, without commitment, you'll never start anything. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. So believe in themselves. Believe it in your heart, conceive it in your soul, and you can achieve any goal. But don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. Inspirational, yeah, for
1: Good.
0: sure, man.
8: Well,
1: and thank you so life. much, and uh, that's that's the end of the show. We're Hold on, be... before
0: we finish him up, Sean, how does somebody how, get, how do get to your website? Oh, absolutely, your phone number, contact sure information.
8: Sure. My website is com and that's S-E-A-N-S, by the way, S E S E A N. So com. my number is on the website as well, and Sean Green SDF for Instagram, and um, you'll see all the accolades and everything I've done, and me teaching the Miami Heat dances, being the choreographer for the Miami Heat as well, you'll
0: see all that. So were you doing any remote classes with COVID? You talked about you closed down, I know a lot of people were doing some kind of remote. (laughs) Do you do anything for folks that aren't local? I
8: Actually, I was trying to do that, for like doing Zoom classes, and it didn't work very well, so I ended up just doing private lessons in people's homes, so, like in the Hamptons and Boca and Miami and Palm Beach Island. Excellent. So now I yeah, So that's what I do now, So, but I will be doing some online classes very shortly. Follow Sean fantasy'
0: Because we have a following all over the country, so we're figuring oh, out some people. Absolutely.
8: Perfect. Perfect. So I'll be teaming up with you guys, collaborating with you guys, because I definitely need would like to start something like that, online classes or something.
1: And we look forward to it. Well, thank sure. you so much, Sean. We thank you for taking the time to have this interview with us. Alan, anything sure. else you
0: want to say? Sean, I wish, I wish you the best, and next time you're having a two-left-foot class, you know, let me know. <laughs> Louie and I will go down there. I don't think I want to be his partner, but, you know, maybe we can learn a little something, right, Louie? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs>
8: Hey, man, dancing is therapeutic, and it's definitely a stress reliever it's for everyone. Thanks definitely. for having
1: me. Absolutely. Thank you for being Appreciate
3: on. It. Thanks for listening to The Secret to My Success on Legends 100.3. Tune in next week for more from Alan, George Lewis, and their spectacular guests. Find the secret to your success.